good to see you all this evening. It says we uh, see more and more churches not continuing with their evening services. It's really wonderful to see a church that is faithfully continuing to hear and minister the word of God both morning and evenings. And it's a privilege for me to come and to minister to you from the word of God. I heard that it's a missions week or missions month this month. Um, so uh, I wanted to think about missions in terms of very simple definition of mission, and that is to simply preach the gospel. Uh, of course, mission usually is associated with preaching the gospel further afield, some other place than where you live. Um, but mission essentially is to preach the gospel wherever you are. We talk about being missional. And that simply means we, we preach the gospel, we evangelize people, whether near or far. But I wanted to go to John 21 and see from this text how Jesus is sending, calling and equipping and sending uh, those disciples for the great work of um, preaching the gospel, the mission. And especially, um, particularly, uh, from this story of um, fishing, from the perspective of fishing. Um, not that I know much about fishing, but you know that fishing is a uh, very common metaphor um, in the Bible. And Jesus often talked about fishing. The disciples, some of them were actually professional fishermen. So it serves as a very um, fitting metaphor and appropriate metaphor for them to teach them some great lessons about catching men. And I tried to be a little bit more interesting, so I pulled out a title from a very old wise saying, you know, don't give a man a fish, but teach a man to fish. And of course, the logic is that you don't just give someone a fish that might last one meal, but you teach someone to fish that might last a lifetime for life sustenance. Now, fishing, in that sense, is also quite a fitting analogy for preaching the gospel because you know, we're not simply um, trying to fish people, but we actually do that to fish more people and to train people to go and preach the gospel to more and more people. So the text, if you look at John chapter 21, you know the context of the story. This is after the resurrection. At least about eight days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we see in chapter 20 that there had already been few encounters with the risen Lord. And it seems that somehow the disciples are actually going back to their livelihood. Peter says, I'm going fishing. They are at least in a northern region of Galilee because Jesus told them to go there. Um, so they are there waiting for the Lord to perhaps to reappear or to um, give them some new message. But in the meantime, Peter being a man you know, who is quite hasty and you know, can't sit around doing nothing, he had to do some action so he says i'm going fishing because that was his own you know, own job before that there are at least seven of them here we have the names that um, that are mentioned in verse 2 simon peter thomas called the twin of didymus nathanael of cana of galilee sons of david john and james and two others uh, without names there but quite likely andrew possibly because andrew was one of the six um, fishermen called in john chapter 1 uh, and maybe if Philip, um, if Nathanael was there, Philip might have been the other one because Philip called Nathanael. So we've got seven disciples out of the 12, well, actually 11 of them now, and seven of them are there, and they say, I'm going fishing, and we're coming with you, Peter, and they work all night, and that's when Jesus appears. That's the context. It's a kind of epilogue. 
if you know anything about John's Gospel, John's Gospel is written much later than the other synoptic Gospels. So John is writing with a kind of um, hindsight, and he um, contains a lot of stories that are not found in other Gospels, and this is one of them. And John's telling them the story because it was very meaningful for them. It actually connects with another story that we find in Luke chapter 5. We will have a look shortly. Um, It's a very similar experience, and John mentions that before uh, he talks about Peter's like restoration or recommissioning into ministry from verse 15. Let's just have a look at the the story and and see some um, elements there to understand the story and what's happening there. As we have seen, there are seven there. And it says in verse 4, in verse 3, they worked all night, they caught nothing, verse 4. When the morning had now come, now this is the dawn, break of the day, Jesus stood on the shore, yet disciples did not know that it was Jesus. And often that happened. Jesus appeared before, uh, before the disciples after the resurrection, but sometimes they did.